What's up, my Housewives Relatable listeners? It's your girl, Stella, coming to you once again to talk about it all. Hi, guys. I hope everybody's doing well. We're going to dive right into it with some Housewives keeping items. So first, we have the girls from All About Their Truth podcast. Uh, One of the girls um, recently just announced that she was expecting uh, I think it's her fourth child if my memory serves me correctly I think she already has three so yeah and um, if the baby was to be a little girl I think she said she would name the baby Melissa so I'm just joking, guys. Okay, I'm just joking. Before anyone comes for me and says, "What?" I'm jo- it's a joke. <laughs> she did not say that. However, she did say that she was expecting her fourth child and she's pregnant, which I think is a really beautiful thing. She kind of made a special announcement and said she is in the second trimester of her pregnancy and that... Um, you know, like I'm one of four children, right? So I know that's a lot. I have two kids myself and I think it's fantastic to have people that want to have more kids, right? In this day and age, because usually people now they have one or they have two. So um, the fact that she's expecting her fourth child, I just wanted to say that's a beautiful news. Congratulations to you. It seems like those two cousins are going to have a lot to celebrate together because the other one is getting married and uh this one is now expecting so you know what i thought that that was uh very important news to share and congratulations to them both so now i wanted to talk a little bit about the whole jennifer and danielle cabral debacle okay so by now we've all heard of the altercation at this point we already know that they have resumed like you know they were put on paused and now they have resumed filming um because i i saw something on instagram with the ladies attending danielle's event like her bougie kids event and i've seen margaret and Teresa. i think Teresa went with her girls like gia and um i think it was it was melania right yeah i think it was melania and gia i've seen a picture of that i've seen margaret i've seen melissa Yeah, I've seen quite a few of them. So we already know that they're no longer on pause, right? But when it comes to the whole argument, to me, the argument in itself seemed a little bit silly and it seemed amplified. Like, you know, some people were saying like other podcast bloggers, like everyone, like people were saying that Jennifer was bleeding and that, you know, there's blood drawn and all of that. And I was just like, blood? Like, did it get to that point? Like, really? You know? And then I saw like um, like a video, I think it was the, the same night or the day after, right? And it was a, a video of Jennifer at Teresa's house. Teresa was kind of like um, sitting by the kitchen island. And then Jennifer was just, I guess, having fun with her kids or just like, you know, like they were just like having coffee talk, right? So, <laughs> and then Jennifer was kind of moving the camera around and doing like a 360 with the camera. And she seemed fine to me. Like that was like either the day of the argument with Danielle 
or the day after and she seemed fine like she had her hair like slicked back i didn't see anything suspicious on her face didn't look like she you know had a cut or anything like that and if she did well she cleaned up beautifully after all her husband is a plastic surgeon so i don't know but to me i just thought that the whole thing was amplified and um maybe production had something to do with it like i'm just thinking that maybe production got into danielle's ears and um it was just one of those moments that escalated very quickly right so it's kind of like production told danielle okay this is kind of where we want to go with this and then jennifer said something to danielle what she said i'm not sure there's a, like a lot of stuff that people are saying online what is true what is not true i guess we'll find out right because i'm being careful sometimes with the stuff that i hear because even last season there's so many things that we heard or were leaked prior to um the show airing and then you know I, I would have to say a lot of the information if it came from your mom's or watch, watching account I have to say that for the most part she was pretty bang on on a lot of like the leaks right uh, stuff that were out there but there were other things that I was hearing and I was just like that didn't happen or that didn't make it to the show so whatever anyway so you know i have a feeling that jennifer just kind of said something to danielle and from what we heard jennifer um pushed danielle or something and like pushed her shoulder and then danielle kind of just went crazy from that point on and she got into her face and then there was like a allegedly like the cup was thrown and all of that right so i don't know about you guys but to me jennifer she needs to learn to really keep her hands to herself okay she came into housewives like breaking glass and tossing forks on people on melissa you know in cabo um bravocon she was like throwing cups and all of that and violence is never the the answer but I don't really know and not that i'm advocating on it like for that guys but i don't really know if jen could actually defend herself in a real altercation you know i'm just saying don't underestimate your opponent right that's rule number one but i'm just saying maybe jen is just good at throwing stuff but she's not really good at you know getting down so unless you know she has some hidden fighting skills a la drida <laughs> she should avoid throwing cups and tossing things on people all the time right so anyways i'm glad that it's already behind them and it seems like the ladies have already resumed with filming so that's already old news so i have to say guys i have to give this big shout out to this listener okay i don't know if you guys listen to namaste bitches for my part i do listen to it i listen to a lot of podcasts i've already said that before because i don't take uh people's opinion for my own i have to listen to it first like i i don't want to just listen to little tidbits and like snippets and just like little clips i need to have the full story i already told you this is how my brain works right i always need the full story right so i listened to namaste bitches uh this week's episode and i listened to last week's episode and on the tale of everything that happened with miss shannon shannon bedore you guys know my opinion about that 
I gave you my opinion last week. I also said I love Shannon, but just because I like someone on the show does not mean that I'm going to hold them to a higher standard. I really wish that people would understand that because this is what this podcast is named after. It's The slogan says, be a fan not fanatical. That's what it says. Okay. And I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, sometimes I feel like, why do I have to keep on defending myself or explaining myself? This is the, like, there's a lot of podcasts out there that, you know, they require for you to just pick a side and just to be completely team, team this and team that. And what I'm saying is everyone is welcome. Everyone has an opinion and I'm going to respect theirs and we don't have to agree and that's okay. We do, however, need to be respectful. I cannot stress that enough, right? And there's absolutely no reason to start calling me a name, especially when I don't call any of the housewives a name or the house husbands a name. So I don't understand why people are coming under my commentary to try to call me a name. It's like that kind of behavior. I'm just going to get you blocked. You're not going to be able to see or comment. You'll have to open a new account and do it all over again if you have that kind of time. Right. So let's just be respectful um, in the comments of each other's opinion and just, you know, stay away refrain from the name calling i can stress that enough so anyways i digress when it comes to uh, namaste bitches Teresa, you know she didn't necessarily say anything bad it just came out the wrong way as it often often does with Teresa. you know especially when you're put on the spot sometimes it's you know it's hard to find the words when you're doing a podcast sometimes right so um Teresa was kind of like talking about Shannon Bedore and saying that she feels really bad about what's happening to Shannon and you know that she made a mistake and I don't think she was trying to downplay it but I'm gonna be completely honest for my part I understood what Teresa was trying to say you know it's almost kind of like um, learning another language you know when you've been following a person for so long and they've been on television although I don't know her like that like sometimes you get to understand a person's uh, way of talking their language right so Teresa definitely has her own language so I kind of understood what she meant but I did know as well that it would not be received very well right and it didn't because it didn't really resonate with a lot of people the comment that she made about Shannon Bedora because she was talking about feeling bad for Shannon and saying oh you know like she made a mistake and I feel bad and I I kind of like identify not identify it kind of resonates with me because something similar happened to my ex-husband joe you know that night where joe like hit that tree and then apparently he hit a tree in front of like a friend's house and then he was so shook and ended up like doing a couple shots with the friend while we're, we're uh, waiting for the authorities to arrive or something like that i don't know and then he ended up getting a dui that's the story that they said on the show but i'm not quite sure that that's exactly what happened right but anyways so Teresa was talking about that and she was showing a lot of empathy and sympathy towards Shannon and then she started talking giving like the example of a friend of hers who had a baby and that's a, like a 
very sad story guys like uh things about children like they usually just you know like i i can't really take that too much um especially when you know like they're children right so apparently the, a friend of hers had a baby who was like eight months old or something like that and then there was an ex an accident like um the baby got hit by a car i don't know if it was by a drunk driver but the baby was involved in a car accident and they, the baby ended up um, dying, right? So then Teresa was talking about that with her co-host Melissa Feaster and was saying, well, you know, I guess that that was the baby's destiny to die uh, or to only live for, you know, eight months, right? So I guess that comment kind of turned off one of Teresa's um, fan and you know how they're doing their, this new thing on their podcast now uh, it's not simply audio anymore you can find videos of their podcast on YouTube and um, they take a couple of colors or fans of the show you know they come on and they have the opportunity to ask Teresa something right so this person came on and I have to applaud her because you know, people, they, they tend to just come on and they just want to say positive things. And, you know, I, I don't want to say like kiss your ass, but I, I'm, I'm going to say like they're usually very kind of like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. Like, I, I can't believe I'm here. Like, you're amazing. You know, you don't do a thing that is wrong. You're like almost got like it, it's almost like it's it's a little bit like, you know, it, it seems like people worship a lot. Right. So that's fine. And. The girl, she was very uh, obviously appreciative to be on the podcast and have a chance to talk to Teresa and Melissa Feaster. And she asked her first question and then she had a second question. And that question pertains to Teresa's comment, the comment that she made last week. And she basically, in a respect, uh, re respectful way, she basically challenged Teresa a little bit, a little bit and asked her to um explain herself what she meant uh, because she kind of said you know like i didn't really like that like that doesn't really resonate with me like so are you trying to say that whatever happened to that baby like you know did it deserve that like because what if shannon ended up hitting somebody's kid or a child right or somebody would that be that person's fate to you know die in that way so i'm really happy that this girl not only she asked a question that is that was on everybody's mind basically like everybody who listened to the podcast but i was super proud of this person to ask Teresa, who she is like a big fan of um, a question like that on air and you know what Teresa, i have to say she was um she responded to that very well, right? Um, she didn't get flustered. She didn't get angry. You can see that sometimes, you know, in the past, like Teresa doesn't always like to be challenged and you could, you can feel that she's like getting hot under the collar because she doesn't really like to be cornered like that. But not in that instance. She was very sweet to the fan and her response and it gave her an opportunity to explain herself and um, to basically kind of like explained that that's not what she meant and then she explained more of what she meant by that and you know the callers seem more 
you know, um, satisfied with the answer. So Teresa at the end even said to her, you know what, like, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes or the way I say things sometimes, but I'm happy you came and asked me that and gave me like a chance to kind of like, you know, clarify on that. And then when the girl left, she even said, I like the fact that she challenged me. Right. So I have to give Teresa some kudos for that. Right. Um, especially in the podcast world, um, you make mistakes. You, you get tongue twisted at times sometimes you know like i will say Teresa or i'll say melissa and i'll say the wrong name or it, it happens and then i guess you could always edit i guess if it's really that bad i will but I, usually i'm just like you know what it's supposed to my show anyways it's supposed to be relatable people make mistakes i will always address the error i'll put it in the comments sometimes people will just say it for me and that's fine right so I think it's only fair to extend some grace to Teresa as well. And I thought that she answered the question very well. So speaking of Teresa, another thing I wanted to say, um, you guys know that I watch uh, Teresa's um, cooking show, cook cooking channel on YouTube. And uh, we're not really going to be talking about, you know, the skills and, you know, the recipes, if they're good, if they're not. I know. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm thinking about the people in my comments now. <laughs> There's a lot of people in my comments that have like very strong opinions about the channel, but we're not talking about that today. <laughs> but what I'm going to say, though, is, um, listen, I... I have all of Teresa's cookbooks, okay? I've bought them in my 20s. I bought them a long time ago, and I never bought them because I wanted to learn how to cook, never. I only have my mother and my grandma to thank for that, okay? I didn't buy those books to learn how to cook. I bought them as a novelty, right? Um, it's like Teresa, she is a public figure and there were back in the days right um there was like a lot of drama around the book everything started with the book whatever she wrote about caroline whatever she wrote about her brother about melissa so or kathy it only made sense to have like her books and for those of you who think that i never liked Teresa. Here's your proof. I have all of her books and uh, I have the, the entire collection. They're not, you know, sitting on my in my on my counter, but I have them all right. And they're in pretty good condition. Like I said, it's just a novelty, right? I bought them in my 20s. I'm a little older than 20 right now, but <laughs> I never bought them to learn how to cook. But one thing I'm going to say is that Teresa has her little cooking channel and, you know, she's doing her thing. It's not really meant to be like this big, long, extravaganza, um, you know, cooking show. Right. I think um, I think the gig, the whole the, the whole gig of it all is to basically show people that, you know, the kitchen is not intimidating and that you can uh, cook a meal fairly quickly like under 30 minutes pretty much and her videos are mostly like between 8 to mm, 13 minutes i would say right so anyways the only thing i would say about that show um the only comment that i have uh aside from the types of recipe and all of that which we're not really gonna discuss um i think she could showcase 
the final product a little bit longer okay for me i told you guys i'm a foodie it's all about the food so once you're done because cooking takes a long time okay and even though you know the video that she uploads is only 8 to 13 minutes i'm sure it took her a little bit longer to make it all right so what i'm saying is at the end when she presents the final product i find that people don't really get to see um you know the final dish like she doesn't showcase it well it's almost like she's like okay that's that it's done guys okay here it is and then she shows the recipe so my only comment when it comes to that would be just to have like a nice shot of the final product that's all i don't know if we should talk about jackie goldschneider again and her beef with margaret i feel like we've talked about this like over the last couple of weeks but Jackie was on Watch What Happens Live and she basically said to Andy Cohen that, uh, well, the question was, who is your least fa favorite housewife at the moment? And Jackie responded um, that it's not that she was her least favorite, but she was going through something right now with Margaret. So therefore, she would have to say Margaret, right? So Jackie is, I guess, feeling comfortable to be... Um, very forward with her answers right um she is sharing that there is like some sort of a rift between her and margaret and um i can't say that i didn't see that coming um at some point in time because even last season you know ja it was jackie's first season as a friend of and um uh, i felt like i think i said this before actually i felt like we saw a side of Jackie that I wish we had seen a little bit sooner. Like she was a little bit more snarky, a little bit less kind of like politically correct about everything, you know, like she was kind of like more of herself and uh, even funny at times. Right. So I wish we would have seen that sooner, like that side of her when she was still a full time housewife. But um, I did feel last season that there were times that Jackie was looking at Melissa or looking at Margaret and kind of just like um, not necessarily disagreeing with them, but just looking like, you know, she wasn't necessarily um, writing for them as much as she had um, in the past. Right. Um, just a feeling that I had just by like my observation. She just seemed like you know, more about herself. Like even like uh, Teresa special when Margaret was making this big deal about leaving the wedding uh, sooner, Jackie stood her ground. And usually she's kind of like, you know, in the past she has been like very team Margaret about everything that she wanted to do or she said, um, you know, even Teresa and Jennifer called her a follower because she seemed like she was agreeing with Margaret all the time. But um, when Margaret wanted to leave the wedding earlier, um, Jackie was the one who actually said, Margaret, this has absolutely nothing to do with you. You don't have to make a statement right now, right? Like, I don't understand why you want to leave. And then Margaret kind of got irritated and then she just didn't want to talk about it. And she's just like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, like because her and Jackie and Jen Fessler we're not in agreement with her but jen ended up leaving with margaret but you could tell that it was like 
against her will, right, Jen Fessler? I really felt like at that, in that instance, she was maybe a little forced to do so. And when I'm saying forced, I'm not talking about, oh my gosh, like, you know, um, she was blackmailed or anything like that. I'm just saying like, maybe she felt like she needed to prove her loyalty to Margaret because, you know, she kind of came on the show as her friend, right? So, but I definitely felt like it was totally against her will when she left that wedding uh, for Jen, Jen Fessler. So what's interesting is um, that Margaret, I don't know if I saw that. I think it was a caption that I saw somewhere on social media anyway. So Margaret also basically co-signed that there is a rift between her and Jackie. So I guess, you know, it might be... A real situation i still don't believe it really has to do with the book maybe the book plays five percent of the argument like in the argument in itself but i feel like there's like a deeper issue between the two women right i already explained what i thought it might be i think it has to do with laura i think it has to do with some of the comments that marge may have said to her friend her former friend of 40 years laura about Jackie and about other people and maybe Jackie's just feeling some sort of way about it right and the book is you know maybe the leading like the driving argument that they're going to talk about on camera because of course like Jackie's not going to say oh I you know it has to do with Laura or it has to do with the rumor or it has to do with you know you saying what I do during like sexy time with heaven like it's gonna have to be because of a book right but I don't know. Margaret said some nice things, though. Margaret said, you know, me and her are going through things. I read her book. It's powerful. And um, we're kind of going through something right now. But ultimately, I think in the end, we will be good. Right. So I don't know. I hope that they can find a way back to each other. I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of these relationships, sometimes the people say that they're friends outside of the show. I don't know if it's really like that between Margaret and Jackie. I do know that when they were not filming at times, they would have like little gatherings and they seemed like they were taking a lot of pictures with each other outside of like the show, uh, even with Melissa. So I don't know. I don't know if things are going to be the same. I don't know if now Jackie feels like you know she could find a good friend in Teresa um she was always kind of like you know not completely cold to Jennifer I find that her and Jennifer's relationship was always a sort of like roller coaster but it would be interesting to see what uh what's what the dynamic between Jackie Goldschneider and Teresa will be next season considering that in the past right um you know, Jackie started the show defending Melissa and standing up for Melissa against Teresa, who was constantly telling Melissa, like, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. You don't come and see my dad. My brother doesn't see my dad because of you. My brother only sees my dad when you're not around, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Right. So it will be interesting to see um, what kind of friend Jennifer Goldschneider intends or to be towards Teresa next season. So. So I don't know if you guys listened to Melissa Gorga's podcast today, but um, as always, it was amazing. You know, she had this great guest, Ryan Bailey, on the pod today. And Melissa had some very good questions. And it was interesting to just have, you know, another male's uh, perspective on the show, because obviously he likes to binge watch uh, Housewives and his commentary is pretty funny and hilarious. So it was good to have him on the show and get his uh, opinion on 
not just Jersey, all of the other franchises like Atlanta, Potomac. For my part, you know, guys, I've said it to you um, guys before. I said, you know, I'm watching Atlanta. I'm not sure if I'm going to comment on it yet because uh, it has to feel like, you know, it has to be a passion for me. It has to feel like I'm passionate about what I'm talking about. It cannot feel like a job, right? And it's funny because I never thought that I would be saying something like this, but Atlanta is, I didn't comment on it because there was really nothing to say. And I was thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe after the reunion, I'll have something to say about the show and all of that. And still, I just like, it felt forced. I actually didn't end up talking about the whole thing. And it's sad to say, but for me, it almost seems like Atlanta is one of those shows that should be completely revamped at this point, right? And it's unfortunate because you have a person like Kenya, who is actually a star of the show, who is very very strong but I've said it and I'm not the only person who have said this before I feel like Kenya um, performs better when she has other stars with her on the show Kenya was at her best when Nini was on the show Kenya was at her best when Portia was on the show Kenya was at her best when Phaedra was on the show right I'm sorry, Candy. Like, Candy has a lot going on, but she never really had the personality. Like, I'm not saying she's not a good housewife. I'm just saying it's just her personality for me. Although I like Candy, and although, you know, she's super busy and she has things going on more than anybody else, right, on that show. But I felt like Candy, her she gave a lot to Atlanta. At first, when she joined season two, she had AJ and Mama Joyce couldn't stand the guy. And he had a whole bunch of kids and she didn't want to take pictures with them. She didn't consider him family. That was a good story to tell. That was such a good story. And eventually, you know, the guy passed away and, you know, like at the end of the season, that was also part of her story. And, you know, just her kind of like contributing to making Kim Zosiak like this one hit wonder um, country star, you know, and even seeing Kim, you know, taking lessons from Candy and Candy just like bigging up Kim and working on her confidence with her and all of that. It was great. You know, it was woman empowerment. It was it was a really great TV to see, in my opinion, right? Even with her fight with Nini and then like how the relationship never really um, made it after that because of that little argument that they had at Sheree's party. Even Sheree, you know, Sheree back then, like with uh, her legal woes with... Um, with Bob, right? And then the whole thing about the child support and then, you know, the child support, but at the same time, she's building a chateau and the chateau takes 14 years to get built. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I miss those old storylines from Atlanta. And Nini had like the best stories, you know? The whole thing with the DNA test, her dad not being her dad, and the stuff with Greg and her friendship with Kim, and then her friendship with Sheree, her friendship with Cynthia, and then her arguments with Peter, with Kenya. Like, you just can't make that stuff up. I just really felt like not only like not only you can relate to some of these women, but they were also fun to watch, right? And um, same thing, like, you know, I, I, I never really got into Potomac um, the same way I, you know, I, I got into Atlanta, right? Atlanta was my, like, my first love when it came to reality sh TV show, but um, Atlanta and Jersey, of course. But Potomac, I was just kind of like, oh, you know what, let me give it a try. 
So I guess I kind of liked it. I liked the first few seasons of Potomac, but I have to be honest, last season of Potomac, I did not like it at all. I didn't. I, I, I've been very vocal about that. I think I did one or two commentary on the show. I just, um, I'm not a fan of Mia. Is Mia, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of the way she talks and carries herself. She's just not for me. She might be for other people. She's just not for me, right? And I'm just not one of these people that like, you know, some, sometimes people say, oh, let's normalize these types of things. Like, it is, I don't know. Like, I'm not about normalizing everything. I'm just not that kind of person, right? You can do whatever you want. Um, you can be into whatever you want to be into. But certain things, I think, don't necessarily need to be shared. That's just my opinion. No, no matter what it is, you know, it's not, it's not to judge anyone. It's just really to say that certain things sometimes just oversharing. And I'm just not a fan of that. It's just like, you know, it's like now you see people they go outside in the street and they have like a bonnet and they don't have they don't wear a bra they're in like in their full-on pajama and they go and they're like out in public like the other day i was at the gas station and i i, I saw a girl and she had like a bonnet and she had her pajama with holes and she didn't have a bra and i was looking at this and i swear to god the girl still had pasties on the side of her mouth and i was just like well this is this is kind of odd you know like I, I know people like to say normalize 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 just doing these types of things but i didn't i don't want to get that normal not to that point you know it's like yeah i don't know your intimacy is your intimacy like you know your privacy is your privacy people don't need to see you in your body i'm not interested i don't want to see what you look like without your bonnet with your pasties with your pajama in public was always told, you know, you, you leave the house, you smell good, and you look presentable, right? Now I see all of these memes, people are comfortable just looking like, you know, unpolished and all of that. So that's just not for me. You know, like all of these videos of people eating their food with their hands and like making a whole bunch of noise and their long nails and they're just like eating in their bedroom. It's like, I'm not interested. I don't want to see that. But I guess some people are into that. Whatever. I digress. But anyways... <laughs> A long sidebar just to say that I was listening to Melissa's podcast today and it made me realize that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that is going on in this reality TV world because every time that I release an episode, um, obviously, guys, m my listeners, everybody says that they have the best listeners, but I will say that my listeners are great and I appreciate you guys. I read your comments. I like interacting with you. Some of you like to talk to me one-on-one -on -one -on -one, and I appreciate that wholeheartedly, but there's also a certain subset of, you know, the, 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 the fans, the listeners that, you know, guys, it's not that serious, right? And that's one of the things that the guy was saying. It's like, you know, is it just okay to be wrong sometimes like you can like a personality you can like a housewife you can be just like oh i love this person because i relate to her i just like her crazy her crazy personality but i know she's wrong in that instance it's like people cannot even say that anymore it's like if they like a person you have to agree with whatever this person does or whatever this person says and i'm sorry life just doesn't work that way right it's like Sometimes I like to just talk about an episode or just give my viewpoint about what I think. Let's just, for example, who I think is wrong between Joe and Melissa or just my perception or between Teresa and Melissa or just my perception of things. And then 
I don't have a problem with people coming in the comments and say, well, I see it differently. This is, and this is why I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a little bit of a problem with is the fact that people don't stay on topic anymore, right? If we're talking about something specific to the show, I don't understand why people feel the need to constantly tell me, oh, but do you know that Joe did this a long time ago? Or do you know that Melissa did that a long time ago? And do you know this? And do you know, and I'm just like, okay, now we're talking about something completely different that has absolutely nothing to do with the show. And guys, I could do deep dives till, you know, seriously, till the cows come home. I could do deep dives all the time on all of these people. There's other podcasts that do that, right? There's other podcasts that that's their specialty. They focus on gossip and they try to find the dirt, right? On, on celebrities or on reality TV personalities. I'm just saying this is not my gig. And it doesn't mean that I'm not aware of certain things or haven't heard some certain things. I'm just talking about this show, right? My goal here is not necessarily like to, you know, destroy people's lives by talking and exposing their deep, dark secret. And I don't even know if half of this stuff that we read is true. And there, there's a certain aspect, aspect of that that I find a little bit dangerous because a lot of people talk all the time about these old rumors and there's, I don't know, where's the evidence? Where is the proof? And, and I'm sorry, just a person saying it is not enough to call it proof, right? Because this is the thing. A lot of people like to say, you should just believe that about Joe because so-and-so said it. Okay, that's fine. But then when you return the argument and say, okay, so should I believe this and that about Louis because so-and-so is saying it? They're saying, no, you shouldn't believe it because these women are just thirsty. Well, I'm sorry, you can't have your cake and eat it too. It doesn't make any sense. You know, what is good for Joe is good for Louis. And if we're just going to go based off of the principle that, you know what, we shouldn't just believe baseless rumors until they are proven, uh, then the rationale applies to both men, right? And I don't think it's fair for people to just go in the comments and try to attack other people's personalities and womanhood um, just because I'm commenting on the fact that I like Joe Gorga on the show and I think he's hilarious and funny. Why do we have to talk about uh, once upon a time Joe Gorga did this? Or what, why do we have to talk about his, his bills? I'm just saying, you know? Like it's not necessary and it's kind of actually sad. And when I'm trying to make a point and say, people, you do whatever you want. I'm just going to do me and me. I don't call people names, not because I can, I can, I just don't want to, right? I think it's better to just talk and speak about someone's character. That's just me. So when I say this, and then I have people in my comments say, I have no problem. If I were to see Joe, I would call him a name right to his face. I would call him a, a bitch boy. I would call him a this. I would call him a that. I'm just like, you do you. Who am I to tell you what to do? I'm not going to tell you what to do. You do you. If that's what you want to do, if you want to go and insult Joe, if you run into him in the streets and you just want to call him a bitch boy, you do you. But let me just tell you one thing. 
If I was Joe, I would think it's a little weird. Seriously. I would just be like, okay, I don't know you. And why are you talking to me? And like, why are you so angry? <laughs> you know, why are you in my presence insulting me? It's like people need to start checking themselves a little bit and just be like, okay, like it's just to show. Like, unless you really know these people, you know, because, you know, for some of you, it's six degrees of separation. So I'm not. You know, if you have a relationship with these people or have known them or, you know, been in the same circle, that's a, that's one thing. But but most people that are commenting, that is just not their reality. And I just think that just take it down a notch a little bit and just remind yourself that this is for entertainment and there's really no reason to act like that. Okay, so anyways, guys, I heard there's a fashion show in town next week. Envy by Melissa Gorga. I wonder who's going to go. Who's going? I've seen pictures online. She's preparing really hard for that show. So I'm sure it will be a success. Do you think I should stay? Do you think I should go? I don't know. We'll see. That's all I got for tonight, guys. Thank you again for listening. You can find me at housewivesrelatable.substack.com or at housewivesrelatable at podbean.podbean.com. And I'm relatable underscore Stella on IG. Don't forget to comment, share, subscribe, send me messages, voice notes, emails. I respond to all of you all and I love you. So thank you for listening. And as always, guys, be a fan, not fanatical. Ciao.